0: Hey guys, it's Misha, and this is episode two of Passion Flower. So, a lot has happened since episode one, and I feel like much more than I can begin to explain. If you hear snorting in the background, it's my dog. Um, but, I, I first want to start off with... My life has been very chaotic these last couple days and I've had to come to terms with the fact that chaos is sometimes the best thing that can happen to you. Because once we start to get too comfortable in where we're sitting, we stop progressing. And sometimes the universe has to push you in the direction of progression. So. With that being said, as hard as it is to watch things around you crumble and it's hard to experience the crumbling of life, sometimes you just have to let it crumble and you have to watch it. And while you're watching it, you have to see the beauty in it. You have to see the fact that no matter how many times it crumbles, you always can Build it back up And you can always build something new And I find I find a lot of peace in that Um These last couple days I Had to End a friendship That I had based Most of my life on Um Especially my future And now I'm trying to Not I'm trying I'm getting To find a new way to live and how I am going to do that on my own and what that's going to look like for me and how beautiful of a thing that is because at first it was very heartbreaking it was like it was devastating the only thing I could think about was the fact that my life plans had now been completely altered because this person is no longer in my life. And that's not to say this person won't be in my life ever again, but as of right now, I have to find a way to live without this person. And in doing that, I'm having to relearn and rethink who I am and the possibilities that I hold and all the things that I can do and all the things that I can't do. And in that, it's it's scary because it's so vast. There's so many things that I'm going to have to do on my own now that just thinking about it seems daunting. And I have to take that and I have to look at it, but I also have to be like, I get to figure out who I am as an individual. And that is more beautiful than anything I could ever possibly think of. So in the midst of all the chaos, I had to sit down and I had to find the peace in it. I had to find the beauty in the chaos because there is so much beauty in chaos. You get to... I would like to think of it as like an abstract painting. You never truly know what you're looking at. And there's a whole bunch of colors everywhere. But you can still... Whatever you're looking at, you just you know it's beautiful. You know that there's a deeper meaning behind it. You know that there's a driving force. There's this energy that created the divine chaos and and how that is playing a role into your life. And there is so much beauty in that. There is so much love and joy in that. And I get to I get to sit in it right now. And yes, sometimes it hurts. And sometimes I cry and sometimes I sit there completely emotionless. And all of these things are completely normal. But the one like big thing is that at the end of the day, I know that the things I'm going through right now will do nothing but propel me into a more well-rounded and loving human being. And that is all I can ask for. So, (laughs) um, I don't know. I just really, I really enjoy, I was was talking about divine chaos yesterday and it just really got me thinking. And I wanted to share that with y'all because I feel like people get so scared of that. And it is scary and it's intimidating to look at and if you sit and you try to avoid it, you will never... It, when it comes, you won't be able to handle it. Um, this is another thing that I feel like kind of ties into this, is the... Stop Frank Is the human... Or not the human, but the egoic notion that we have to avoid... Pain and seek pleasure. And in avoiding pain and seeking pleasure is where the ego becomes overindulgent, where you as a person become materialistic, um, addictive, you become obsessive. um, And that's kind of where that starts is in the ego. When you do everything you can to avoid pain by seeking pleasure. And there is no way that you can avoid pain. Life comes with hardships, but life comes with beautiful shit as well. And for you to truly experience the beautiful shit and every amazing thing around you, you have to go through those hard moments. You have to go through those places where you hit rock bottom. And if you don't go to those places and you try to obtain this beautiful picture, you will only obtain it for a split second. There's only a slight sense of satisfaction. There is no satisfaction there. You've merely gained like two seconds of gratification and then you're back to the dull life of seeking that pleasure that you can't find. You can't find it. And to truly live, because it's not necessarily about not striving for pleasure. It's about being content with wherever you're at. And there is so much satisfaction in that alone. There is so much satisfaction in saying, as my mom says, thank you, I have no complaints. Regardless of what it is, there is always something that you can find gratitude in. And when you can find the gratitude and you can find that contentment that is when life truly becomes satisfying because you can take anything that comes to you you can handle any problem because you don't sit there waiting for a problem to come to you and and trying to figure out what problem is going to be what the problem is going to be and trying to figure out how you can not have the problem you just live until the problem occurs and you handle it when it gets here um, I one of my favorite analogies about this is a security system so you have you have a you have a home your home has locks on your front and back doors and then all of a sudden you know somebody's telling you you know do you have a security system if you don't have a security system your house is gonna get broken into somebody's gonna come and they're gonna take all your stuff so you're like oh well shit I gotta get a security system And they're like, well, you gotta you gotta get the most expensive security system. If you don't get the most expensive security system, somebody is going to break into your home. Okay, so they get the most expensive security system. They install it. They're paying like I don't it doesn't matter. But um and then they're sitting in their house and they're waiting and they're scared. They're like, somebody's gonna break into my home, they're gonna steal all my stuff. Somebody's gonna break into my home, they're gonna steal all my stuff. They're still not the the security system's on. The security system's working, but the fear of somebody breaking into your house is not gone. Why are you scared that somebody's going to break into your house anyway? So, and then they sit there and they're scared. And they're, they're waiting for somebody to break into their house. They have the security system. If somebody breaks into the house, they're going to know. But this is also going to prevent it. But they're still sitting there waiting because they're scared. And then their house gets broken into. And they're sitting there you like I don't know if y'all if that like makes sense it makes sense to me I don't know if it's gonna make sense to y'all but it's what I'm basically saying is when you sit there trying to prevent a problem you end up projecting it and in that projection you manifest the problem and it becomes your reality if you sit there waiting Like, trying so hard to prevent somebody from breaking into your home and stealing your stuff. Somebody is going to break into your home and steal your stuff. I sit around with the anxiety that when my mom comes home, she's going to yell at me. When she doesn't have a reason to. She has no reason to come home and yell at me. And then I come home, or she gets home, and something happens, and boom, she's yelling at me. She didn't have a reason. I sat there and I and I waited and I picked and I tried to find, you know, tried to do everything I could not to make her do it and then did the wrong thing. And boom, now I'm sitting here getting yelled at. Um so I don't even remember where this was going. I just started talking. <laughs> but um your anxieties and your fears they truly do create your reality if you sit there and you bask in them and that's something that i've had to learn and it's taken a lot of time for me to learn how to not live in those anxieties because it is very hard to leave them where they're at because they seem so logical and they might and and you know that they're not but they seem like it's it it just seems so logical and emotion is not based off logic life is not based off logic people are not based off logic there is so much more to life than the logical one-way of thinking. Life is emotional. Life is ever-changing. Life has so many twists and turns and U-turns and hurdles and everything you could possibly imagine. So to sit there and to I don't even know where I was going with this, guys. (laughs) I have no clue. Look, I don't even remember what I was talking about anymore. So we're gonna move on to the next topic. Um, I want to talk about whitewashed spirituality, okay? I'm and I'm gonna first start off by talking. I'm gonna tell you how my spiritual journey got started. My mom, my mom. Well, it wasn't her, but this is what like really kickstarted me into like research and stuff. My mom said something about quantum physics and the quantum field. And I was just sitting down, and just having a conversation with her, and she said something about quantum physics. And then all of a sudden, I get on the phone, and I'm telling my friend about quantum physics, and she doesn't believe me. And I got so angry, because in the quantum field, that is where um, energy is, I don't want to say created, but sort of, Um That's where It's like your subconscious It's where you That's where your reality manifests So When you manifest You put things into the quantum field If you aren't familiar with manifesting This is not going to make any sense to you But Um And like when you write down manifestations When you do the However you want to manifest Whether it's you look in the mirror And you say affirmations Or you do a ritual or you write it down on a piece of paper 6,000 times. Um, it it goes to the quantum field. It goes to your subconscious. And your subconscious is what creates your reality. Because there's the unconscious, the conscious, and the subconscious. I'm going to have to go into that at a later time because it's not going to make sense if I explain it to you right now. Um, but the subconscious is where your reality is created. So... In your saying like I have $5,000 I have $5,000 Okay, that goes Into the quantum field And into your subconscious And things start working around you To make this happen Whether or not it happens quickly or not Is up to you um, And up to where you're at (coughs) In your journey But that's where you begin to create and manifest. And in this place, you can create and manifest manifest anything that you want. Um, good or bad. Because you, at the end of the day, are the creator of your reality. And that is... I started on something, now we're on something different, but it doesn't matter. Um... That is that is where my, like, true introduction into spirituality started. Um, and that was probably... Maybe summer after eighth grade. Two... Two years ago? I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter. But it was a while ago. And that that's where I started and I feel like everybody starts at a different place so I'm not hating on where anybody starts in their spiritual journey but I am saying that it is um spirituality has gotten so mainstream that there's so much false information out there and it's so easy to get a whole bunch of bullshit so you really have to be careful on who you're listening to and that's like my biggest I don't want to say beef but with mainstream spirituality is that it has become so like clouded with a whole bunch of teenagers with crystals and incense that the the overall theme has kind of been distorted because it's not about how many crystals are in your collection or how much incense you burn or how many tarot cards you read it's about at the end of the day bettering yourself to become a person that is compassionate and empathetic and loving and that lives a life the way that they want to that is benefiting others and unlocking their innermost potential it's not about any of the material shit it's not about like yes it's a perk and yes it's very nice to have it but it's about self-discovery and knowledge and growing more than it is anything else and I feel like that has become very clouded in the mainstream media because spirituality is something that people just like pick up now they're like oh yeah i'm spiritual i i i know about the chakras like okay do you really know about the chakras though that's also a big thing chakras that's that's some colonized colonized y'all know what i'm trying to say colonized colonized there we go colonized bullshit learn about the hindu chakras learn about them in sanskrit don't the seven chakras yeah it's nice or whatever i started there it's a good starting place don't stay there though because it's it's um it's not that true i'm sorry and i'm not gonna go into that in this i feel like that should be a separate episode when i go into chakras and things of that nature and spirituality but yeah I feel like we and I'm also I'm so glad that people are like turning on to spirituality I'm I'm glad that people are talking about it and they're feeling more comfortable and a lot of people are waking up I think that's such a beautiful thing and and I know that with the things how media goes and how trends go that a lot of people that are on right now are going to fall off. And that's sad. That, like, that's really sad to me. Because everybody deserves to have a beautiful life that's full of happiness and doing what they want to do. And if media didn't portray things the way that it did and society didn't function the way that it did, people could truly do that. And that's like, I don't know, that's that is my life's goal is to give as many people happiness and like not just a mere like, oh, I'm happy for now. But like when you leave, it's not going to be the same. No, like a happiness that comes from within that started with self-love, that started with dealing with the all the things that you felt like you couldn't from building yourself back up so that irregardless of where I'm at or where they're at, they have that little piece of happiness within them. And within saying that, I want to say that to truly help people you have to understand that everybody is where they're at for a reason and to help somebody is not to change them to help somebody is to be yourself and your presence alone and in being yourself people can learn so much from you by telling people about the things that you did and helping them when they need help when they come and ask you but not sitting there and telling them that they're not good enough and telling them that they need to better themselves or they're not perfect where they're at no it's Helping somebody is telling them you are where you're at and you are perfect exactly where you are at. Yes, we can all grow because as people that's something that we do. But you are exactly where you are supposed to be and you are at a beautiful place. And help them love where they are at because in helping them love where they are at there is immense growth there and it doesn't like it doesn't seem like it but there's so much growth in just telling somebody that you are at a beautiful stage in life wherever you're at it doesn't matter if you're struggling and fighting a drug addiction or everything in your life is falling apart like that it doesn't matter what does is letting them know that they're exactly where they're supposed to be and there's nothing wrong with where they're at. You are at the perfect place in life. You are at exactly where you are supposed to be. And when you become content with where you're supposed to be, you no longer have to stay there. And you don't stay there because when you raise to that vibration, the things around you also do. That's why if you're on your spiritual journey and you're losing a whole bunch of friends, it's, it's probably for the better. And everybody has a soul tribe that comes to them if you choose to walk a path like this and in that you do have to leave behind some people. It's not to say that you don't love them or that they aren't good enough for you. It's purely that y'all have y'all are at different places. And it's not that you're in a place above them or that they're in a place below you. Y'all are just in two different places. Sorry, I'm gonna grab my water. Bro dry as hell. But see let's see how long we've been talking. It's only been twenty five minutes. That's kind of depressing. I thought I'd been talking for like an hour. (laughs) We've covered a lot of different things. So where do we go next? Oh, Frankie's going to sleep. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll film part two later. when I have something more to talk about. But for now, sayonara. Hey guys, and I'm back with part two of this episode. Um, I just saw something and I want to talk about it because I don't know, I don't think I said this in the first part. If I did, then you're gonna listen to it again. Um, but I don't think I did. <laughs> that I feel like this is something that a lot of people have been saying, but I want to say it and I want to make sure that y'all truly understand what it means. You are not a human. And you are not an individual. You are the universe experiencing individuality in the form of a human. I'm going to... I'm going to wait a second, and <laughs> I'm going to say that again. You are the universe experiencing individuality in the form of a human. Therefore, you are connected to everything around you, living or quote-unquote non-living everything around you is essentially part of you so when you're dealing with other people you are essentially dealing with yourself if you find something that you don't like in another person i guarantee you it's something that you don't like in yourself because you are everything and everything is you and you are supposed to with that information Don't feel like you have to not be an individual. But the point is to know that you are intertwined with everything else. You are experiencing individuality, but you are not an individual. I don't... I'm not really... I'm not sure how to... Put it out in a different way. I'll see if I can find the words. But. When we try so hard. To be individual. When we try so hard to be different. We lose sight of. Who we are. When you micro label yourself. When you. Limit yourself to something. You are putting limits on the universe because you are the universe and the universe doesn't just abide by this or that, wrong or right. The universe is everything, yin and yang, good and evil, order and chaos. You have a sense of Self, but you also know that self is forever changing. Identity is nothing. We all inhabit different looking flesh sacks. We are all the same, yet we are all so different. And in realizing that we are all the same, you are able to find love in other people. And you are also able to find love in yourself. And the ultimate goal is to be love. Sorry, that was a weird throat noise. (laughs) But the goal is to be love, to act in love, to speak in love. And once we learn to do that, You truly have made the most of your human experience. The human experience is so vast. There's so many twists and turns. And it's learning how to find the balance between all of it. And to find the balance, you essentially have to become the balance. You have to see the You have to see that everything comes with balance. And by that I mean... (laughs) Like... We can take it back to science. But every action has an equal and opposite reaction. In nature that is balance. Whether it be good or bad... Nobody's really to say because the good and the bad cancel each other out. Therefore, there is nothing. It is gray space. And that's also why I feel like living in the gray space and learning to live in the gray space is such a beautiful thing. Because in the gray space, you are not bound by right or wrong, good or bad. You are not bound to anything. When you're making predetermined assessments on what is right and what is wrong, you usually don't have a very clear picture. When you learn to view everything from a standpoint of higher understanding, you're able to gain clarity and you're able to act swiftly and productively and in love Therefore, everyone around you benefits as well as yourself. (laughs) Um, a really good book I think y'all should take some time to read is called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Um, it is such a beautiful book. I'm, at some point, I'm going to go find it and I'm going to read y'all some parts in the book that I really enjoyed. Um... I think that would be... I think that'd be fun. Hey. So, this is part three of episode two. Um. I feel like I talk a lot. And (laughs) sometimes I really don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I do, but I don't. So... If what I say doesn't make sense... Maybe listen to it at a later time, and it will. There's a certain amount of, I feel like, previous experience you have to go through to understand some of the things that I say because... Where you just have to know, like, who I am as a person, <laughs> to like understand my analogies and the way I explain things. And I feel like as we progress in the podcast, um, I'll be able to gain a better understanding of who I am and the way that, like, I talk and stuff. So, sorry, I'm moving. I want to lay down. But, with that being said, i listen listened to a lot of music, but Erica Badu is probably, like, one of my favorite artists. And she has a song called Bag Lady. And sorry if I, like, sound weird. I'm cold. <laughs> I'm gonna put my sweater on. Okay, but she has a song called Bag Lady, and, like, I absolutely adore this song, and you should listen to it, I wonder if I could, like, edit it under this part, I'm gonna try, no promises, (laughs) y'all, but, um, in this song, she talks about this woman, and, bag lady and she like she talks about this woman carrying all these bags and she says one day all them bags gonna get in your way so back my such a good song but i i take this in a very metaphorical sense like it is metaphorical but you know um I don't know if I've talked about this in a previous episode or not, but in the first one, (laughs) but, um, about our baskets because as humans, we have baskets and I think I did talk about this, but these baskets always like, they're very easy to fill up. But the longer that you carry them, and the more stuff you put in them, the harder they are to put down. And the more baggage you come with, the, like, the more pain and suffering you have. And I know this is, this like sounds stupid, but it's true. So I just want you to listen. Um, you choose to hold on to your suffering. You can put it down you don't have to carry it with you. Nobody is making you carry that. Yes, it hurts and it's okay for it to hurt and you're okay, it's okay to cry and to feel awful, but you can put it down. You don't have to carry it with you every day. You can leave it where it's at because it's not yours and it's not you. And you have the ability to do that with anything because at the end of the day, you have to continue moving forward. And you deserve to continue moving forward with peace, happiness, gratitude, and a joy for life because everybody deserves that. And I hope y'all can hear me. It's late and I'm trying to be quiet. (laughs) I'm gonna get a microphone soon. Cause like totally need that. But yeah. you, You can always put it down. And you should put it down. And it and I know that sounds like stupid like how how do I do that like she's telling me to put it down (laughs) but I'm serious that's that's all there is to it is put it down cry over it sit down and write a letter to yourself about the whole thing whatever it is whether it be suffering about something somebody did to you if you were sexually assaulted whether it's about your self-esteem and the way that you view yourself, your childhood trauma, anything. Write it down, sit down, cry about it. Lay on the floor, lay in the bathtub, scream. Do whatever you have to do, release all of it. Sit down and cry till you feel nothing. And write it all out. And when you're done writing it, don't read it. Take it outside and burn that hoe. And while you burn that hoe, know and say to yourself, I'm releasing this. I am no longer bound to these sufferings because you're not. there's so much beauty in the world that you're shielding yourself from because of an incident or a pain or you you are doling your existence for that and you deserve much better than that so as I was saying, as you burn this piece of paper, watch it and feel that release and then come back in and write another piece of paper, write, write something else. And in this, sit down and, and thank yourself because you got through that, because you survived. sit down and write a letter on how strong you were and how big of a person it took for somebody to get through that and how worthy you are and lovable you sit down and you tell yourself thank you for everything you've ever done cause you did that cuz yeah it's fucked up right now but at the end of the day you're still sitting here and you're the reason that you're still sitting here and you deserve and and at the end of the day you deserve a thank you and if nobody else will tell you I will and you need to tell yourself thank you for making it to today Thank you for being strong. If it wasn't for yourself and for the people around you, thank you for being a saint. Oh, my water bottle fell. Thank you. And you are loved, and you are worthy. And you deserve to feel love in its purest form. And you will. But, my little tangents, I switch up so quickly. This is, (laughs) okay, but yeah, after you write that letter to yourself, keep that one and read that one and no, it doesn't completely go away and it never will, but it does fade and it doesn't hurt anymore and you don't live in it anymore and you don't think about it every day. Sometimes it's just a faint memory that passes in your mind. Sometimes you'll get a twinge of it. Other times you'll just think about it and it'll just leave. It's a process. But that's a big step in it. And I'm not sure where this started nor where this is going. But I enjoy talking to myself and I enjoy talking to y'all. And while I was filming these in Dallas, I kept thinking, how am I going to do this by myself? They're just not going to be the same. And I think that's good. They don't need to be the same. I don't feel a need to try and speak over somebody or get my point across. Because when I'm speaking like this, there is no point. I'm just talking. And I enjoy that. And I do enjoy having people on as well and I can't wait to film Um, we're gonna have a guest for next episode cause I promised a baddie episode 3 and I'm gonna come through on that (laughs) so when this comes out I mean leave your feedback I love to hear which I'll have to think about all of this. And I know I'm slow on the uploads. I'll get into a schedule eventually. Just a lot's been going on. It's been kind of difficult lately. But love you guys. And I will talk to you next time. This is Misha with Passion Flower. And we're out.